The summer I was at Plum Village with my family, Ty taught the five mindfulness trainings. Each part of this book reflects one of those trainings. Each section also has an interview with a leader in the field of finding more healing ways of living. These feature interviews include five teachers. First, John Kabat-Zen is an author of ten books on mindfulness, trauma, and health. He's known for the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, or MBSR, trainings that more than 16,000 people have successfully completed. MBSR was designed to develop relaxation and calm self-awareness, a reliable foundation for facing the full catastrophe of stress, pain, and illness, indeed, of life itself. In Chapter 6, John Kabat-Zen dares us to focus on living now rather than being paralyzed by the life we cannot live. Second, Pat Adams, medical doctor. He was made famous by the hit movie starring Robin Williams. Patch is working on building a model hospital, modeled as an eco-village, where doctors and patients live together, where doctor and janitor get paid the same salary. Patch estimates he has been present at more than 10,000 deathbeds. In my interview with him in Chapter 11, he talks about dying well and living well. 3. Lucy Kalanithi wrote the best-selling book When Breath Becomes Air with her 36-year-old neurosurgeon husband Paul as he was dying of stage 4 metastatic lung cancer. Lucy, who's also a medical doctor, and Professor spoke with me about true love in the face of diseases like cancer. 4. John Paul Lederach. He is the author of more than 22 books on conflict transformation, peace building, and healing. John Paul, my former professor, and I discuss how his professional life and his faith has helped or hindered him in supporting his wife, Wendy who has Parkinson's disease. Tony Burhard was a law professor at the University of California for 22 years until fibromyalgia-like illness forced her to retire. In Chapter 29, Tony and I discuss the three books she has written since, including How to Live Well with Chronic Pain and Illness. The rest of the book gives you glimpses of my wrestling laughing, and stumbling my way into healing. Not the kind of healing that takes away the disease, but the kind of healing that awakens the heart to love. I call this dancing with elephants, because dancing is a playful way to engage that which we fear most. Those who know me well know that playfulness is a major practice with me, as is the intentional use of humor. Suffering is real and must be faced head-on, but suffering alone is not enough. On the other side of suffering can be joy and more suffering. We must learn to dance with both. Our culture offers abundant advice on how to achieve financial or career success, but there's very few books on how to embrace the downward path of losing your mind. 
We have success tips for leaders, but almost no success tips for the billions of us who face disease, dementia, and aging. This book is for those billions. Together, we will explore the art of dancing with elephants. I invite you to join me on this dance.